I'm going to jump to 19 years from the time I left home, to the point of today. Today is the very first day back at home after visiting my childhood home. Bloody Mingo County is where I grew up. Dirty Dingus is the town I lived. I don't want to put out there who I am since this is my personal online journal and don't need anyone's thoughts, advice or opinions. But praise the Lord I am alive today at the ripe age of 35. The days leading up to leaving to back to Dingus I hadn't thought about it much. I didn't think about where I was going at all, until I got there. I didn't want to think of the place we were going. I was only focusing on the people I was going to see. Honestly that's not easy. It's the most scary thing for me. Dingus is the place where it hurts to even think of the people there just as much as it hurts to think of the place. It just flat out hurts. I had a really bad bread down. I had a few actually. I was thinking how satisfying it would be to watch the blood drip from my veins as life would leave me and I would meet Jesus at my next I blinked then to be where I was. This is me jumping ahead. The flight all the way there was awesome. My kids did fabulous. I was worried since this was their first flight ever. Daughter's ears bother her a lot so that was a huge concern for her. Once we figured out we could take my pillow on the plane it made it much better. The first day we arrive is morning. It's just before lunchtime. We travel over the Dingus Mountain and stop to see the church at the corner where I went the most. That was my home church. Sadly most everyone who raised me there is waiting on their next blink to meet Jesus, makes me happy to know they are resting. We traveled past the trailer I spent most of my years. It's completely fallen apart. It's sad to see that it's still there in the condition it's in. When I was 16 and left we had cookie sheets on our floors to cover the holes. Plywood floors was the only thing keeping us from the ground inside. We got to travel through the famous Dingus Tunnel. That's one huge piece of the bloody part, just not all. I love the history of this place. But to know I was raised here, while I got out, that shocks me. The tunnel has been upgraded. I'm glad to see they are taking care of this history stuff here, but sad to see we didn't get to experience the rough haunting of the tunnel before it was paved and lights added. My kids and I got our picture taken by my husband, they'll be excited about that one day I hope. We ended up traveling through that tunnel 20 times just because we there and we liked it. The first night home, we went to the father's house. I love that we got to go to church on the very first night back home. Praise the Lord for his timing. My husband experienced true preaching at its finest. My kids got to hang out with their grandma, uncle and another kid or two. My sister gave us a tour guide of our lives. She took us up to the new river gorge. God's masterpiece of keeping West Virginia almost heaven is still at its honest. Stunning. I imagine heaven being just as vibrantly green all over. She's took us on every side of the gorge. She took us to every trail that had a waterfall. She even went off trail and hiked with us just like we used to as kids. I even ended up barefoot. It was the best time I had ever had with my sister. That is saying something. She and I aren't best friends. We don't talk much really. We are both too fragile for one another's mouths and I'm so proud of us, and how we did it this time. I know as the time goes by we get closer and do better. One day I hope to be as close as we both want. My sister is an amazing auntie. I hope she knows that I trust her completely. I am so proud of her. My prayer for her is to get out of there and do it fast. Seeing all of my family, all at one time, after all these years. Flashbacks, wounds opened, panic, I freaked out a few times and they were huge. The moments before heading out for our family reunion I wanted to die. 
I was so ready to die rather than to go back to a place where everyone holds on to the same secret, the same pain, the broken all from the same person and place. That breaks my heart, that breaks my soul, that breaks me. We all hold the power of healing but no one wants to speak. We went into another small city after our reunion. We went to a festival, rode rides and watched fireworks. My husband danced with me in the streets, dipped me and kissed. No one else was dancing, we didn't care. My kids, my mother, my sister and brother-in-law all got to see a moment of how truly loved I am by my husband. They got to see how spoiled in love I am by in each moment we are with one another. God gave me my husband and I will forever be grateful. I was made for this man. My kids are so concerned for their grandmother. While at the festival they had to win her fish. Daughter got 60 balls, won three fish. Seen the pastor at the church and he added a fourth fish to the collection. What a joyous moment to watch my kids make sure grandma wouldn't be lonely when we left. Son named them after me and my siblings. What a laugh, what a memory we have. The fish died before we even left. Even more laughs and memories. I love how we have a great time, even if it's over dead fish. Sunday morning was downright awful for me. That's when I had the biggest breakdown. That's when I crawled into my mother's tub to hide. The thought of blood dripping from me craved my insides. Wanting to die was the goal. The voices in my head from the man who heard us was echoing so loud. You are just a body. You are a nobody. You don't mean anything. You are just a waste. You are never going to be anything. Oh the voice was like he was right in my ear next to me. The flashbacks of the white cloth coming closer to my face was unbearable. Seeing it, hearing it, feeling it, Lord held me so close to keep me alive because at the moment, that moment was when I was for sure ready to die. My family ended up making it to church after all. Somehow I felt Jesus lift my hand up and say go to the Father's house. We made it on time. My kids got to experience real preaching too now. I was completely out of it during the service. I hope no one there thought I was one of the family members doing drugs. It was me, I was the one hanging on the hem of his garment that day. I was hanging on that thread all the while he was holding my hand. It is by the power of Jesus that I truly survived dingus then and now. I don't experience many flashbacks, it's mostly of the just the cloth coming closer to me. Sometimes I'd act a fool and make noise, mess, ruckus, I was hell when I knew what was coming. This pretty much is the movie playing in my head the entire time I was in Mingo. I am so broken. I am so empty of my flesh. I don't know when my last childhood pure laugh was. I don't recall the moment my childhood was stolen but I know if I sat down to remember these years that I've blocked out I wouldn't like what I'd find. Do I want to know? What would it do to me if I knew everything? Do I need to know any of it? What is God's plan for me with this? Sometimes I feel lost in the paper bag with head already stuck out. When I think of my pure childhood days only two people come to mind. Happily I got to visit with them both. My second day there I knocked on her door. We arranged a play date for us and the kids. We did it and it was the best of time. She was a friend before I started to get hurt. She was my friend when it started. We were friends throughout all our school years, but we were closest in our elementary years. We all grow up and find new friends, I never felt anything but love for her, always. I really do pray she and her family visit us. What a time that'll be. My other friend, it took a couple times to finally make it work. We understand it's all God's timing and plan. I'm thankful I got to see him. 
He was the one that protected me during school and bus rides. Sometimes I'd be the hell on wheels causing trouble. There he would be standing behind me making sure my self-destructive ways wasn't going to damage me. From the bottom of my heart, he kept me safe and I'm forever thankful. All through our school history and church memories he is truly my best friend who I know I can rely on today. This friend I am thankful and grateful my husband got the privilege of meeting. I think my husband understand now more why he is a good friend and agreed to meet up. I owe my husband everything for being my rock for this long week. I had a great time being home. Being bipolar I guess experiencing both extremes while there was something that helped color my picture a little better. I was thrilled happily and wanted to do it all. Already told you how deep and dark I got. Overall deep down I am very happy I went back to visit a historical place, where I grew up. The roads, steps, hollers and bottoms all run deep with blood there. That's something history shares with everyone. I'm not going into history, this is my family, my home, my story. I remember one time when I was about eight. My sister was already asleep, knocked out now that I look back. I was watching WWE on a tiny black and white 8-inch TV. The living room cluttered with glass jars and dust, true hoarder home. There was an upstairs that I don't remember ever going up other than once. There is one room off the living room with a small three-foot hallway, small enough for a dresser to fit alongside. My mom's dad was pulling the top drawer open. It's full of condoms, medical jars of some sort, white clothes, endless dirty dildo crap. He's putting liquid on the white square, telling me how he does this to everyone who stays with him. I start to panic, scream and kick my legs. The white cloth is getting closer. I remember him telling me once while he thought I wouldn't remember. He would tell me how he was the rule of the town, everyone listened to him, he supplied this to people, he would let them do this and that when they came over. He would say no one would do a thing but laugh if we ever told anyone. That part was sadly true. I had a mother who would question some of the rumors she'd hear running about me. Saying I slept with so and so. I promise I never willingly slept with anyone until after I left my mother's house. So maybe they were trying to taunt to her instead and maybe I think they could have been the ones to have hurt me and tried to twist it to hurt me more. Thankfully I don't remember much of any of the times I would be knocked out. So I couldn't really tell her what was happening. She would threaten to take me to the doctor to find out if I had sex, well it would have shown I had sex and it wouldn't show that I was raped so why would I want to tell her just to get more punishment. I don't know if that makes sense or not but I couldn't tell anyone. He told me once how he got the stuff, who he gave it to and how as long as he was living Mingo County would always have its drugs. I don't know what he meant by that. I don't care to know. My part of this is to tell just my side. Why I survived I do not know. How I got out. I do not know. What's my purpose? I do not know. The only thing I know is that God has a plan and I am here for his purpose. Jesus knows how bad I want to meet him today, knowing he can take me any moment, lets me know every moment I take a breath it's for his good. Being there I felt like the prey. I asked my husband, since he was once the hunter, what it felt like to watch the prey hurt so much years after. He feels endless amounts of guilt and grief knowing he may have caused hurt deep and bad as this. I don't hold on back when letting my husband know what it's like, flashbacks, fears etc. I feel that's another huge part of God's plan for us. I'll share our story sometime soon. It's a God Wharton love story and a love living. One day I want it to be me to care for my mother. I want that honor and privilege God tells me that it is to care for her. 
I want to experience that with a full heart knowing my mother and Jesus are the center of her care with me. I know it will happen one day. I must wait upon God's timing for this. What a glorious day that will be. I loved every moment with my mama and I want that for my kids and her too. I got to visit with my mama's grave. My husband, kids and cider went with me. I love the still peace I get when I think of her. She loved me so much I know it's her prayers that got me out of here. It had to be, I don't know anyone else that prayed that for me but her. She drilled in me to read books so I can escape on adventures and get out until I could physically get away. I had no idea what she was saying to me until I went back. Everything she was telling me was showing me how to get out. If you take a moment and realize, my mama knew her husband was abusing me and was telling me how to get away. I love her for that. I understand she couldn't say anything about it but acknowledged she was trying in her own way to protect me. Y'all don't understand, blood kill blood for speaking here at this place. There's so much I want to say. There's so much that needs to be said. I don't recall much at the moment now. I know I am going to live this in my head for weeks to come. At this moment I'm glad to be back home. I am not ashamed of where I came from. I am not ashamed of my story. I am not ashamed of me. I am not ashamed of the glory of Jesus Christ. I'm not really feeling anything today. I've gotten particularly back into a normal routine. It is the first day back. I'm trying to unblock my mind, do laundry which is done mostly on Mondays. I'm sure I need to a lot of stuff today but I feel empty, full, sad, happy, numb, zoned, mostly just comfy to be home. The safety of no one coming near me to hurt me. The safety of my white picked fence that God has brought me to. I am a living miracle of what it's to be from rags to riches. I am done for now till next time. It's hard to write it all down in one day after it's been a whole week. I am blessed to know and realize how much healed I am. I am more healed whole than I give Jesus credit for. It was Jesus holding me the entire time showing me where he's brought me from and where I could have been. Where I could have been is a place without Jesus already past my empty legacy. Praise be to Jesus for saving me. I am whole. I am healed. I am complete. I am loved. I am worthy. I have a purpose. I am a child of God. I am chosen. I am called. I am His.